I know that we like to think that we are just so wonderful. Why is it so very hard to find the one? on a mission podcast season two episode four so guys today's topic is the real reason you can't find true love (laughs) i know this like topic is very touchy for a lot of people especially if you feel like you have so much substance to yourself and so much love and you know what I mean you're a good person and you do the right thing each and every day and you know what is it about you that is not attracting the right person to you like why can't I find true love if I have or possess all of these qualities about myself what am I doing wrong you know what I mean Why is it like playing a freaking game to try to, you know what I mean, catch the right one or get the right one? And one, I think one of the reasons, too, is just, especially if you're a woman, you are not really supposed to be out there hunting and searching and, you know, looking for the right one. You know, a man is a natural hunter. We all know that. And he's supposed to come in, you know what I mean? look for you and find you so for women I would say that's one thing that we do need to really pay mind to and really understand that it's not our job to go out there and hunt and look for a man you know it's our job to be stable within and taking care of what we have already outside of a man and you know getting us to places that we want to be in life and knowing and trusting and having faith that the right one will come to us. But it's still deeper than that. And I have a special guest that is going to be chiming in and we're going to have a discussion as to why it is so hard, so hard, so hard to find the one. Remember, guys, topic is the reason you can't find true love. Hi. Ah, I figured it (laughs) out. I was like, okay, I figured it out. (laughs) All right, guys. So I have Brother Knowledge on here, and he's going to talk with me about the real reason you cannot find or you can't find true love. What is your take? on the reason why you can't find why you, why do you think people can't find true love um that that is a definitely tough question to ask it's not loud in here is it can you hear me just fine yes i hear you um what i feel and this is just my uh, perspective 
is that we really don't know what true love is because we haven't really um, had it growing up. You know, you, you don't know what a true love is. And I always resort to the Bible again, because that's where the true love was found for me was the love of, of, of God. Right. And to, to step into the ways of the father, you know, to really just love unconditionally. And that's to me, <clears throat> excuse me, the real uh, reason a lot of people can't find true love is because it's under certain conditions. It's not conditionally. It's like, I only love you if you do this for me or when you do this for me. And then that's when I'll uh, love you. Or you take care of my daughter or you take care of me. You give me some money and, you know, conditionally. Right. But uh, unconditional love is when you can accept them for who they are. And, and what they have and they accept you for what you are or who you are and what you have and it's not about what um about material things but what you bring to the table for me mentally uh physically and spiritually right right that i definitely definitely understand i have a couple things that i wrote down that i you know feel that is essential for us to know and to really think about and one of the ones that i um, wrote down was family issues and curses mm-hmm. and patterns. Um, I think a lot of us, you know, are acting out in love what we were taught as children, the patterns that we saw our parents do or our family members do, you know, on top of, you know, family curses. And normally family curses, what that looks like is, you know, your grandma you know, didn't have a substantial relationship or the relationship ended or it was abusive or something just was just very toxic and traumatizing, you know what I mean? And um, like the patterns, like you just see that pattern play over and over in each generation and it just keeps going until, you know, one person decides to like, I'm going to heal all of this. You know, so I think a lot of people suffer with that trauma and that pain and they take that along with them. And instead of healing it, they play it in their own love life. And how would you find really the one if you are operating? You know what I mean? Me? Are you asking that question? or? Well, just in general, like I know for me had our conversations outside of this as the things that we went through in our own lives do you feel like your you know family however you were raised and the things that you saw do you think it affected you being able to find the right one for you most definitely um you know for me it was that I just I didn't fit in you know I wasn't like everybody else but I was craving attention you know because I wanted uh, really, I, I really just wanted my father. I wanted my dad. I, I did want my mother and my father to be together, but I always just wanted to my father because I was always told that I look like him and I act like him. So I'm like, I might as well go around him. I might as well be with my dad. Uh, but uh, that wasn't the case. You know, my dad was uh, more busy, but it really affected me uh, as a whole, like with my mom, with my brother and my sister, just the whole family as a whole, because they only noticed me when I done like, you know, bad things uh, uh, and not 
like good things, not the good things that I did. They only noticed me when I was telling jokes or talking about somebody, you know, um, fighting somebody, getting suspended, you know, going to jail or whatever it was. And I'm like, dang, right. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a product of my environment, but I don't want to be like this any longer. You know, even when I was young, I always just wanted, you know, a wife and I always wanted a lot of kids and, and just to be that, that one to break the cycle, you know, the one to, to right. have the husband or not to have the, uh, be the husband and the wife and the children all working together, you know, and uh, right. building a foundation together and not necessarily, um, uh, you know, like when we have problems to work those things out if we can. And if right. we can't still, we can still be cool with one another without talking down on one another. Because even my mom and my dad, they were cool at a point in time. But then it got to the point where now it's she talking about him or he talking about her. And then you got these ones over here talking about him. And it's just, it just was like a big old um, cancer, if you will, that right. spread. And I'm like, man, like, forget that. But even as I got older, when I finally got married, I even fell into those ways too. But when I stepped away from them, I became a better man. You know, I, I, I literally started going to counseling and uh, learning a new way instead of the ways that I was taught and that I was conditioned to. So, yeah, it, it played a big part, a big part in my life. Right. And it's like you said, I, I'm sorry. It's like you said no, about the generational curse. You call them curses and they are generational curses because they're just yes. passed down. But somewhere, somebody has to want to change. You know, you got to want to be the change uh, and break that cycle and show the kids a new way, you know, the way that, yeah. that, to me, the way the Lord tells us to live. That's right. That's right. I'm going to cut it really quick. We six minutes in. I like to do like little breaks. Okay. No problem. <laughs> so I'm going to cut it right here and I'm going to add you right back in. So hold on, right. Brother Knowledge. <laughs> and we're <Okay>. back. <laughs> So I have another one. Um, just to piggyback off of what you were saying, though, before I head to the next one um, with family issues, I think I talked to you a little bit, like, outside of this about just me not, you know, um, like, having what I needed completely, you know what I mean, growing up. And it does affect how you love yourself and how you love others. And it just affects, you know, you being able to even spot the right one for you. Because how do you know? the right one for you when you don't really know yourself you know what I mean amen to that so man so for me it was just like I didn't know who I was you know and I was just getting in relationships with people to fill a void whatever it is that I felt I didn't have within you know and sometimes you get in relationships to not even deal with the things that you you know going through within so for me, it was mainly just not knowing who I was, insecurity issues, you know what I mean? Trying to fill voids, not loving myself 100%. So if I did get in a relationship with somebody that loved me, it didn't feel right. <laughs> right. It felt foreign. So then you want to go to the one that don't love you like that, you know? And it's just a cycle that repeats itself. And you start to see that as you continue dating, it's like, okay, you get your heart broken and then you find another one that break your heart. And then you may get lucky and find one that love you, but then you don't really like that one like that. Mm -hmm. So that don't last. <laughs> and then you go to the 
next that break your heart again. So it's like, you know, you want to scream and holler, dang, well, I can't find the right one. And it's like, that's the time that you need to sit and reflect and see what's going on within, you know. So I have um, another one I wrote down, which is the inner child. I am actually on a inner child healing journey. And that's just reconnecting with myself as a child and, you know, trying to heal the parts of me that I felt that was unlovable or unworthy, you know, um, in order to have a more fulfilling life and a more fulfilling love life with somebody else. What is your intake on um, inner child? Like, have you got any knowledge about inner child healing? Yes. (laughs) The inner child is the best thing to do when you're like being single, when you're when you're single, because then you begin to realize the things that have affected you and how it played a part in your relationship um, with a male or a female, with your friends. You'll begin to like go back to that part, like okay, well, what happened? Why did this happen? You know, how did I fall into this, or how did I get like this? And it always comes back to like what we were um, accustomed to, like what were we listening to? Who were we watching? Who were we looking up to? Because those very things, you will start to become those things. You know, like for me, it was always um, I found myself in friends where I thought I found myself in friends. I would always include myself into the crowd. You know, I would get in the crowd and I would indulge in whatever they were doing and, um, I would just get, you know, some knowledge on it. That's why they call me brother knowledge because <laughs> I would always just get in to soak in like, you know, how it is to be a a, a gang member or be a drug dealer or, um, you know, I ain't never wanted to pimp no woman. That ain't never been my thing, but I would go to the strip clubs. You know, I would surround myself around um, the, that type of crowd to learn the knowledge right. on how to, you know, how to, you know, mac to a woman as they call it, you know, uh, <laughs> drop some game on her. You know, and then I was like, you know what? Well, why am I doing it this way? I got the knowledge on how to do it the wrong way, but why not do it the right way? And I'm like, okay, so as a kid, when I thought like a kid or I thought when I was a child, I acted like a child. I always did these childish things. But now that I'm older, I got to set those things aside and learn from those things. You know, it's just like in the, the Bible, it all, you know, it says that when I was a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away those childish things. And so now I put away those childish things, those things that I've done and I learned from them. And I could go back to those things, but I don't want to because those are childish. So now as a man, I know how to talk to a woman. I know how to cater to just one woman and uh, whatever she brings to the table. I know how to um, wine and dine her and do the things that I'm supposed to, I know how to listen to her to get an understanding of what her love language is, because I mean, that's just how we're wired, you know, for relationships. But when you don't go back to the old you, you know, and figure out what it was, then you'll forever be lost. Mm. That I have to really say, because it's like, when you were a child and you didn't receive love from maybe your mother or your father, and as you grow older, you are continually trying to like find that in other people, even in friendships. It's like, I'm trying to subconsciously fill a void 
that I don't even really know that I have. You know what I'm saying? It's like you just think that you're a kid and, oh, I just feel this way. And then if you do go to a parent and express it and if it's dismissed, you're going to think you the problem. You know what I mean? Something wrong with me. What's wrong with me? Why I can't, you know, be loved this way? I see other people love like this. So why? what's wrong with me? So you kind of like grow up like that. And then you find partners that actually resembles that same pattern. <laughs> you know what I mean? So true. Like, that is definitely true. Because it's like you talking to me right now. <laughs> like Literally, like I would get in relationships with women and I would try to replace what I didn't get when I was a child. Right. And I would try to find that in them. But they couldn't fix me. Yeah. But they did help me on how to become a father and how to cater to a woman because I did. I catered to him. I always forgave him and I would just keep on taking him back constantly, constantly. And it, it was just like, why do I keep doing this to myself? You know? Right. So I said, I just got to be single for a while and figure out what it is that I need and what the father has for me. So literally I just said, I'm just going to be single. I'm not going to mess with nobody. I'm not, you know, right. I'm just, I'm not going to be available to nobody because I know how I get when I get in a relationship. I fall in love. You know, like it ain't no, it ain't just something that I could just let go right offhand. I'm like, I got to stop giving what God gave me to everybody. And I just got to give it to the one that he created for me. So I got to turn to him for that one that he has for me. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to be patient and wait. There ain't no reason to be out here sleeping and creeping with our these uh, sisters, because now I'm getting these attachments, these soul ties attached to me, and right. I, I don't need that. Woo, soul ties. <laughs> Woo, that people don't really know about that either. Like soul ties are real. Like mm-hmm. once you lay down with somebody, and you know you get that energy thrown onto you, and you start wondering why you having these depressions and anxiety stuff that you ain't had before. It's because who you laying down with. You don't know what type of spirits they got on them. So because you don't know who they didn't lay with. You know, right. you gotta think about it. When everybody's sleeping with everybody, and that's why I tell everybody marriage, and I don't mean for your segment to be longer. I'm, I'm no, sorry. No, 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 you're fine. Um marriage, you know, back in the day was not a, a piece of paper. It was who you laid down with. Whoever you laid down with, you know, when you was a virgin, whatever it is, that was now your wife and your husband. You were joined together. Mm. And that's why I tell everybody, man, we all uh, have been adulterous. It don't necessarily mean, you know, the way the world tells you, you, you got to sign a piece of paper, a document. But the way the word tells you is that when you first lie down with somebody or when you lie down with somebody, you are now married to them. So imagine how many people you actually married to, you know, in the spiritual <laughs> realms. How many soul ties you actually got attached to you? How many brothers and sisters that you know, the, your mate then slept with and then you done slept with and now you're just a big old mess. Right, right. That's true. That is very, we, very We true. all have been adulterers in this world. It, you know, not just the way the world looks at it is, you know, when you get married and you do that, but the way the word looks at it is premarital sex, you know, sex before marriage. That's why I tell you to wait, you know, stay a virgin as long as you can because the one that you lie down with is the one you gonna be with. But if you going around here sleeping with all these other Preach. people, you're gonna be attached to them. You're gonna be, <laughs> you're gonna have all these t- attachments, and you always gonna be like, okay, well, why I'm thinking about this sister, or why am I thinking about this That's brother right now? Because you still got a soul tie. In order to 
get those soul ties off, you got to be baptized. You got to you got to go through a spiritual cleansing, a healing, if you will. You know, you got to be baptized with the Holy Spirit and you got to turn away from those ways that you used to. You got to basically say, no, I'm not going to sleep with that brother. No, I'm not going to sleep with that sister. No, I'm not going to go over there in the middle of the night because I know what happens in the middle of the night when two people are alone and they're in the bed. You know, if if you wanted to, you can get it in. If you don't, you know, I mean, but that's a hard thing to 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 not do. You know, when you in the bed with somebody and, you know, and they smelling good, they looking good, and then they naked too. I'm just being honest. You know, that's something that's just not that easy to turn away from. And that's why I tell people, like, when you look at Adam and Eve and Adam came there or when after Eve, you know, they say ate the fruit, which if you listen to the podcast, I tell them, like, you know, it's, it's deeper than what you right. think. But Adam saw that she was naked and he was like, oh, my, look at that right there. <laughs> and so he ate from it, too. And he was like, oh, snap, you know, man, now we know that we naked. Like, I mean, right. we didn't messed up. We was already walking around like this, but we didn't know that we was naked. I think, you know, too, just him being led, you know, because they really didn't know what was going on until they ate that fruit. And that, right. was, that was the reason why God didn't want them to, you know, it's like, just trust me. But I think he was led, too, because he felt like God God gave me this woman, so she can't be steering me wrong. Yeah, she can't be steering right. me wrong, so, you know. But then, again, you know, the enemy, the enemy walked, you know, they say the serpent, but a snake walked. So, you imagine a snake walking, that means the snake was a man. Because just like when a brother come up to a sister, he can tell her everything she want to hear. He can look good, smell good, look <laughs> all of that. And he can get her to do things that she ain't never done before. And that's what the enemy did to Eve. And boom, next Lord thing you know, man. you know, because Adam wasn't there. He wasn't there to cover her. He wasn't there to, to uh, make sure that this uh, serpent that walked up on her, this brother, like, you know, we supposed to be there for our women. We supposed to cover them. And when we walking in the way and we got our focus on God, we will do what God tells us to do. And that is to cover our, uh, right, our wives right. and to love them unconditionally, right. not conditionally, but unconditionally. And her probably was just like, where am I? I'm going to go wander off. <laughs> and then wandered off into Somebody the devil's den. Right, for real. Like, you know, the devil, the enemy come in, boy, he can he can turn you out in any kind of way, but he can't touch you. You know what I'm saying? He can't touch you. He can only whisper in your ear. Oh, punk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to go into the next segment. We will be right back. All right. All right. All right. In action. <laughs> So, Brother Knowledge, I know that you are really into God, and um, we talk about that, too, outside of this. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I with all of my heart, and, um, you know, I still have a lot of growing and things that he is working on within me, but I know that you are, like, full-fledged, like, no, I am going strictly <laughs> by the Bible, and that. You know, that's something that I think a lot of people need and they need to hear that, especially from us younger people, because you don't see that a lot. So I wanted to talk about having God as the center. Like for women, we're not supposed to go out and look for a man. You know, we're not supposed to be trying to find a one. We're supposed to like be still and, you know, nurture ourselves and handle what we have 
already and be loving, submissive. Of course, I know a lot of women don't like to hear submissive, but that's something that we're supposed to possess, you know, have softness, have love. It's like, let me (laughs) be all these things so my man can feel, you know, good coming towards me. Now, for men, how do you think men should be, you know, like in this time of not knowing how to go about it, but also having God as a sinner? You know what I mean? Like, I need to have God planted in the middle of what I'm or what I want to go get. Um, yes, I do know what you mean. For me, it was, I had to ask God, you know, I literally had to ask God and it came to me in a dream. But I mean, first you have to, you got to go through a transition. You know, you got to go through a single stage of just being alone with the father and allowing him right. to, to fix, you know, we got to fix our mind on him and, and, and operate as he does. And when that time comes, you know, you'll know who that sister is. And I guarantee you that sister will know who you are because God is not going to tell you to go to somebody that's not going to be for you. You know what I'm saying? The enemy will tell you all day long, but you know, when it's right, when it, for me, when it's right and what the word says, then it's going to be just like, you know, Adam waking up and seeing that his wife was like, Oh, like, Whoa, man. Like, Oh, okay. that That's her. All right. 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 And I think like you said, just like you got to be transformed. You got to sit still for a minute because sometimes, you know, you could be lured to somebody and thinking that it's God. Like I've talked to men that said, I thought that was my wife. You know what I mean? Like I felt 100% that was my wife and then we got a divorce or, you know, she was doing some stuff. You know what I mean? And it's like sometimes we could think like God has, you know, us with someone when really it could be our flesh. You know what I mean? It could be, oh, that person looks good. That's for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, oh, like, I like this conversation. Like, we just vibe. You know what I mean? Like, just because you guys vibe doesn't mean that's your husband or your wife, you right. know? So you got to sit still, like you said, and be transformed and really be talking to God. Like, your soul, you're going to feel it spiritually that that's the one for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And most of the time when we get with people, we know the red flags always present itself. We know, like, oh, yeah, we just gonna that red flag because, you know, people human, no, they, they're not gonna do me like that. Or we think we can fix that person because we have been transformed or we on this journey of healing and all this that we can help the next. But no, that person has to be on their own journey and receptive. You know what I mean? Right. So I think people do get confused. Like, thinking that it's coming from God coming from you or the devil. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, and that's that's true because like when when it's when you're in that friend stage or you're let's say single stage and you meet a woman or you meet a man and you really don't want to get it in with this person. You really don't want to go there with this person, but you just want to be a friend so you can get to know this person. And Once you get to know each other that way, like I mean for a time, I ain't talking about just no a week or two weeks or a few months. Or, I, I'm talking right. about like a year's time of spending time with one another and, and getting to know each other, getting to know that sister's uh, ins and outs, her hot buttons, what she likes, what she don't like, uh, what right. she like to listen to, what she like to do. 
you know, those things will be revealed to you. And then you're like, okay, well, this is the one for me. Because if it's some things that you're not okay with, I mean, you don't even have to say nothing. She, right. she'll, she'll know that you're not okay with it. And if she wants to stop doing it, then she will. If she don't want to date you, then she don't want to date you. If she want to just keep it as a friend thing, then it'll stay as a friend thing. But when the one for you is aligned up with you, y'all will yeah. like be in tune with one another. Yeah. You, you'll know each other's thoughts. You'll, you'll be able to finish each other's sentences. You'll, you'll know that, okay, well, he don't like this or she don't like this. He likes this. She likes this. You'll know each other's love languages. Right. That's so true. And just having God as a center. When you meet people, you got to talk to God like, is this the one God? Mm -hmm. And don't even allow your own interference to get involved because, you know, you can want something so bad and then you be like, oh, that was God. But, you know, I think the best thing, too, like you said, wait stuff out. Get to know people. You know, that's something that a lot of people don't like to do. Get to know people. It is okay. (laughs) They feel like they got to rush and let me rush. Oh, my God. But listen, I have um, Jason's lyric as, like, my picture and just as a thing, (laughs) as this. And the reason why I chose that because, you know, in that movie it was a lot of abuse you know they saw the the guys they saw their mom being abused they saw their dad an alcoholic mm-hmm. and you know lyric jada pickett she had been through a lot she was like strong and mm-hmm. she reminds me of me with that like i'm not gonna let nobody come and play with me i'm you trying know to tell me? you <laughs> you know and you kind of like shut off your emotions even though you a good person and you have a good heart and you loving like we don't realize like growing up and having certain how just being in certain households and like for me my mom she was just a hard-working woman she didn't have a whole lot of time to spend with me and stuff like that but I had cousins I have you know I have mm-hmm. outside influences you know when I would go spend a night at people's house or whatever my mom had to do in order to keep afloat I was in different environments and you do see certain things that you ain't supposed to see you know what I mean and that becomes your character like that forms you it's very true what they say like adolescent years that is what forms you what you see as a young child is what forms how you view the world you know what I mean like if it's safe if it's not safe you know do I gotta protect myself like me I'm very protective and that's how she was like hold up listen don't be coming for me (laughs) you know what I mean but then when he kind of broke that down and then she kind of saw what background he came from as well. It was like a beautiful love story, you know, mm-hmm. like they got to know each other and stuff like that. And I think they knew, like sometimes you do come into contact with somebody and you know right away, like that's the person for me. You know what I mean? Right, you break down a wall. Right. <laughs> because right. you're like, okay, I'm, I'm trying to weigh out the good and the bad. At the same right. time, I don't want to make sure that I'm not making the wrong decision. Right, right. But, right. I mean, you can see all in, even though it's a movie, it's still what happens today yes. and can happen today. You know, because yes. that's one of my favorite movies. I'm glad you mentioned that. Because <laughs> I love that song on there um, by uh, Black Men United. It's called uh-huh. You Will Know. And when I hear that song, I see everything about that song going on in this world today. You know, I see the uh, the sisters, I see the brothers. And, and like when you really listen to the lyrics and you get an understanding, you will see things so differently. 
right. you'll be like, wow, like this is how God was using these brothers to bring the message. See, I always go back to the Bible. I'm no, so sorry. Okay. No, but, you are fine. Uh, we need that. It, it's how God was bringing the message um, to the consciousness of the brothers and sisters that was that are in the world, you know. Right. That movie was so like on time at the time that it happened, but people missed the mark because right. they used their talents in in certain ways. But God always uses men to uh, bring forth leadership and structure or bring the message that He wants us to um, to spread. It's right. always a man, and then. He wants us to operate as the way he operates. So he's like, okay, now you're making decisions that I didn't tell you to do, but I dropped this in you. So like when I hear music or I see movies, I see it from a whole nother perspective. I can, right. Honestly, I, I, honest to God, I see the message of God in pretty much everything that I listen to now. But I, I'm mindful of what I allow through my ears and in my mm -hmm. eyes. And gotcha. even who I'm connected to, because if gotcha. we if we not um you know on the same page, then of course I'm gonna love you, but I'm gonna love you at a distance. <laughs> I heard that. You know, like <laughs> social distance. I'm gonna love you at a distance That's because right. I can't get that close to you like that. Because then the you know those very things that's connected to you gonna try to jump on me, and I ain't. Right. I, I mean, I know how strong I am, but still, I'm a human being. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, walking in the flesh, but I mean, uh, my spirit is walking in a fleshly way, but it's right. inside of me. So I'm like, hey, listen, I, I can't do that. You know, I, I can't go there no more. I, no, I can't go to the club with you. No, I can't do this with you because I know I, uh, what entails of that. And and you got to think about how many people are in the clubs and, you know, all in that how many spirits is all on them? Right. That's a lot of daggum spirits to be jumping on somebody. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's true, though. You know, it's like you got to be very careful who you surround yourself with. Like you said, what you let go into your ears and what you see because it will taint you. You know, I mean, like you said, we are human. And even if you do believe in God, yes, God will cover you and protect you. But you can, you know what I mean, get into certain mindsets where you're listening to stuff. And when you're seeing stuff, it programs you and you don't know that, you know, mm -hmm. it subconsciously does that. So once something gets down in your subconscious, that is hard to come up. Right. Like that's something that gets rooted. So you got to be very careful. Like you said, you look at stuff from another perspective because you are really into God and you are allowing God to, you know, um, guide your life and show you, you know what I mean? Things show me the way. Them. Yeah. yeah. And show you what connections work for you, what doesn't. Like me, even with connections, I'm very picky. Like, <laughs> very picky. I'm really picky because it's like I know what like I have such a deep soul. Like I cannot allow too many people because I'll be so deep and if I come in contact with somebody that's not as deep as me or just, you know, on some other stuff or shallow, you move around. That ain't gonna work. Right. It's not you gonna move work. Around. You, know you just I mean? like lyric on there. You just like lyric. <laughs> like you guard it. Like, uh uh, nope. Yeah, mm -mm. I, I 
I don't play that. You know, and not to say like sometimes that could be a bad thing and then it could be a good thing because you do have to have some type of openness to even find the one for you or allow that person to come in. You know what I mean? Because sometimes I do, you know, I had to get on this healing journey so I can let up some. It's like, okay, you won't love, you want this and that, but you got to also be receptive. And, you know, it, it kind of hardens your heart. Uh, like we don't realize that it's like mm. you trying to guard yourself so much to where you shut down emotionally and that's something I want to talk about like people can think that they are loving people and loving themselves but if you have a lot of wounds a heavy heart I don't care mm. how good of a person you are you cannot fully love yourself or other people with a heart and you know what I mean? Heavy mm-hmm. heart. It's like I got all these wounds that I'm carrying and I'm not healing. So how mm-hmm. can I possibly open up myself for somebody else to come in when really I'm not even fully open to myself? You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and you know, where that healing comes in for somebody is through your forgiveness. That's when your yes. wounds begin to close is when you can actually forgive somebody and let go and not bring it up no more. Because if you open it up, then that wound or if you talk about it, then that wound is going to open back up. Right, right. And it's, it's not going to heal properly. It's not going to heal the way that it's supposed to. You're not going to be healed the way you're supposed to because you're still bringing it up. But when you truly let things go, yes. when you when you truly have a, a heart, a heart of gold, a heart after God, you know, like, you know that you're healed because those things don't mean anything to you no more. Right. They, the things that happened to you happened for you, but not to you. You know what I mean? They happened for you to get to this point where you at now. Yes, Lord. I receive it. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. Listen. So you must have a homegirl like Marley, huh? I, you know what? I have, I've had, yeah, I've had some friends. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, had some friends like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they'll take me around people and I'll be the one that's in the corner. Like, uh-uh. Girl, no, yeah. no. They be like, uh-uh. See, this is why <laughs> we can't take you because you don't want to talk to nobody. You quiet. You guarded. You, you know, but it's crazy because when people get to know me, they're like, dang, she down to earth though. Like, her heart is good. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, I'll be trying to I don't know, protect, but like you said, like I'm still healing. You know, it's still a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that I'm trying to drop off. <laughs> like, right. Like just you know, let roll up off me. And like you said, the key thing is forgiveness. Like allowing that energy to be removed from you, so you can open your heart up. Because when you open your heart up fully, that is when I feel the right person will see you. And you'll see them because your eyes going to be clear by then. It's like it's not tainted no more by all these wounds and who hurt you, who talked about me, who did this to me. And No. And oh, when I opened up, that's why I'm to myself because when I open that, somebody do Mm -hmm. this to me and then I got to shut back down. You know, so I think like you said, just forgiving when people do things to you, just know like things happen for a reason and people don't always do things to you because of you a lot of people are dealing with their own internal turmoil so those spirits yeah so i tell people you're oh go ahead i'm sorry no go ahead he's fine you um those spirits like you're um the spirits that's attached to you because of all those 
and we talked about earlier soul ties yeah and uh, those spirit things that are attached to you, those confusing spirits those division spirits those spirits of lust and disbelief and like disobedience uh playing games deaf and dumbness and mind control you know yeah. all those spirits right there when they're attached to you like you you don't know that you're being led by these things you just go along with it right but it's your spirit this the things that's attached to you that's you know, tempting you and pushing you towards these things. And then you begin to operate. And then like when you get in trouble or you get to a point where you sit down, where God sits you down, like, man, why was I doing those things? What's going on? For me, I literally, like God set me down in jail. And I was like, what's going on? Like, why am I doing this? And God spoke to me. He was like, you've been trying to be in control of your life. Right. You've been really trying to be in control of your life. You've been doing everything that you know is wrong but you've been following the wrong people. Right. You've been making these people your idols. You've been, you know, uh, watching this and doing this, listening to this. And, and then you fall into it because, like you said earlier, it gets into your subconscious. Yeah. So when God finally set me down, I said, all right, God, you know what? I'll make a promise. And, you know, God tells us not to make a promise, but I made a promise to God. I was like, I'll be a better father, better husband, a better friend. A better, a better man of God, a better leader, whatever it is that you need me to do, just get me out of this place and I'll do whatever it is. So, you know, like, that's why you see every day I'm always doing a video or yes. I'm always doing something because I'm, I'm like, I'm being that better man that I told God that I would be and that I wouldn't go back to that. And I can't because I know that if I go back to it, then I put myself in a, a predicament that I'm not going to get myself out of. But not only that, I'm leading my kids astray. I'm right. leading the ones that's looking up to me astray. And as a shepherd for the Lord, I can't do that. You know, I cannot do that. <sighs> He's just preaching to my spirit today. <laughs> I'm going to cut it here and we will be right back. All right. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good, I feel like this is a good topic though. Like, you know, Especially for me, look, I'm like getting some healing as we doing this. Like you telling me some stuff I need to know. <laughs> I'm serious for sure. You know, just your knowledge, like you said, brother knowledge. I need you to shout out your um YouTube and your Facebook, you know, for people to follow you and stuff like that. Oh, okay. We're gonna right be close. Well, we're gonna be closing in a second. I have one let me see. I have a lot of things here, but I'm probably get one more. So, um, the next one I want to talk about is um, believing, like we were talking about subconsciously. Once you go through all of those things, do you really believe that you are worthy of love? Like, I think that plays a huge part as to why we can't find true love. Because it's like, do you even believe that you? deserve love I know we like to think we do mm -hmm. but like you said if we don't forgive and let go of a lot of stuff are you you know if you're not able to forgive people and you're not able to heal things and get over stuff do you think that you're worthy of love um, to answer that in order to believe you for us nowadays we have to see you know we have to hear and um, I'm just speaking from a man's point of, uh, from a man's perspective right now is in order for the sisters to um, feel like they really uh, are loved, 
or feel like they really need love, which I mean, it's a part of y'all no matter what, right. is they have to begin, our actions have to align up with what we're saying. Yes. You know, our words have to speak louder. I mean, our uh, actions have to speak louder than our words do because words are just that, they're words. But in order for those words to uh, be planted and to grow, because they are planted, but in order to grow and for someone to see and that to grow inside of them, they have to literally see you put it into action. Right, right. And, you know, just to piggyback off of that, like, of course, you know, you will run into that when you start to believe for yourself that you are worthy of that love. I think we, you know, get attached to people who are like us. They don't mm-hmm. believe that they deserve love and they trying to fill voids too. You know, even though it may look like they just, you know, having sex with you or getting into a relationship with you and cheating on you and doing you all these type of ways and they just go and do their thing and you the one hurting and they not. That's not true. Like when men are doing stuff like that or women too, it's something deeper going on within. If they're not able to match their actions up with their words, if they're not able to be faithful, if they're not able to, you know, treat you the way you're supposed to be treated, it's something going on within them. You know what I mean? Do they truly, yeah, do they truly believe that they need love and want love and worthy of love? So I think like, like you said, just healing and forgiving, like once People don't want to sit down. This is one thing. People don't want to sit down. They don't want to be single. And you got people saying, why are you single? Like me, I've been single for a little while. But people don't know I was in a situation for three years. And I just recently mm-hmm. got out of that. You know what I'm saying? So, right. And I didn't love myself. And it was a situation that was not conventional. So it's like I have to heal from that, even though I don't display that everywhere and because I'm still healing through that. You know what I mean? So I have to mm-hmm. not really touch that too much and like just put it out there until I feel like I'm fully healed and then I can kind of share my story and help other women. But when you are single, people want to know, like, what's wrong with you? It's like, no, <laughs> that's not, mm-hmm. like, it's nothing wrong with me in the aspect of I don't deserve love or I don't want to love. It's I need to heal some things and I need to sit down. You know what I mean? And sitting down requires not even having just somebody to talk to. You know, some women get single and still be talking to somebody. That's not fully being single. Like, Mm -hmm. you you know, y'all may like each other and then something may occur even though you're single. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to Mm -hmm. be single single, not single and got you a little friend. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Or whatever. (laughs) You know, it's like you need to sit down. For real, because I ain't gonna lie. Like you know, I was I was telling people I was single because me and my uh, the mother of my children, which were married, been married eight years. We had been separated for three and a half years, and I'm like, dang, that's a, a straight up divorce. But see, I wasn't able to get a job because of my history, my past. Mm-hmm. So I'm um I'm like, okay, well, she don't want to be with me, and I'm fighting to be with her, but. You know, because we wronged each other and we had so much stuff happen, like, you know, the death of a child. And then it was just it was just ongoing things since then. And, you know, um, but she knows that I always love, you know, the mother of my children. I may not be in love with her, but I always love her like unconditionally. There's nothing that she could do to ever get me to stop loving her. But um, just that thing right there, when when you don't love yourself and you you touched on it for real. 
uh, when you don't love yourself first, then you can't love nobody else. Mm. You got you got to love yourself enough to say no. I don't want to do this. No, uh, I can't do this. No, I don't want to listen to this. No, I don't want to watch this. No, I don't want to. You know, let's just be honest. Play with myself. No, I don't want to play with somebody <laughs> else. No, I, I don't want to do those things. Right. I love myself too much for that. I don't want nothing else to come inside of me. I just want the Holy Spirit inside of me and to dwell in me richly. I just want the Word of God. You know, that's what I want. Yeah. I don't want to do what everybody else wants to do any longer. I love myself too much to fall into those categories. Yeah, I love myself too much to, to put my mother down or to put my father down, to put my brother down, my sister down, my friends, you know, my, my just everybody. I love myself too much to talk about anyone any longer. Right. I love myself enough that I don't want to lead anybody astray, that I don't want to... Uh, lead them to do wrong things because then they'll be to where they don't love themselves they'll be confused too like why right why why would he tell us to do all these things that he's not doing mm. and see when you think when you you know what i mean like i said have you a little friend or whatever and like you said you don't want that person to start looking at they so different so you you do have guys that know a woman is single may have been through some stuff and they slide right on in. They pray on that. They pray on that. They like a little <laughs> snake. You know, I mean, just think about it. this is what a snake do. A snake gets close to you just so he can size you up and then devour you. Think mm. about that as a man. A man will get close to you just to size you up, to devour you and to take from you. Instead of add to you, he takes from you. So you have to know who you are, who God says that you are, and uh, who you are in yourself. Yes. You have to say no. I mean, it's okay to say no. It's, you don't have to say yes to everything. It's right. okay to say no in a loving way. Like, no, nah, I love myself too much to to talk to this brother or to talk to this sister. I love myself too much uh, to, to sleep with you right now when I know that if I'm asleep with you right now, I'm operating the wrong way. Right. And I know you really don't want to be with me. You just want a piece of me. I'm good mm. on that. Mm -mm. Nope, I'm good. <laughs> and it's about taking account of Italy. I think a lot of women and men like to point the finger. It's like, no, watch your own patterns and how you are in relationships. Fix you. You know, it's not always the other person's fault. You know what I mean? It's not always the man just came and crept in. No, you let him in. You let the snake in. You let the devil in. Mm. You know what I mean? You, That's what happened in the garden. Mm, see, it's like we got to take a, a accountability for our own actions. You know what I mean? If you're going to be single and you really want to heal, then be single and heal. But don't get, you know, get to mess with somebody. Then, oh, all, all brothers is dogs and all sisters is out here want money and want this. And da, da, da. No, it's like we got to take accountability for ourselves and look within, heal our stuff, not have hardened hearts, forgive have open hearts hearts to even receive the love that we say we want. You know what I mean? Right. So and you're right about it though, as far as the brothers and the sisters, like we have to like you said, accountability. We have to take responsibility for our own actions and stop blaming everybody else. Amen to that. We have the choice. You know, that's the number one thing that God gives us is a choice, you know, free will to mm. make our own decisions. And because we made those decisions, that's why I tell people, stop saying mistakes. They ain't mistakes. They choices. Mm -hmm. Mistakes is a lie. It's a choice. 
it's a choice if you want to go sleep with that brother or sleep with that sister. It's a choice to to go and do wrong. It's a choice to do right. You know, it's it's your lie. choice. I've said mistakes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but that's to me that's a made up word. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because like you now you're telling people, okay, it's it's a mistake. You can go back and do it again. You know. That's what a mistake is. It's like, oh, I mistook this or I miss, but you misled somebody. So it ain't no mistake. It's a choice. Right. That's right. You, I, I saw somebody too post something about, um, I guess it's a guy, he's single. And I guess until he get things right in his life, that's when he'll look for his wife. But I guess he's been like messing with different women and he explains to them what he wants and he's not going to be committed but he feels like they get in with him and then they want a commitment like what do you think about that like I feel like people like that it's like I understand he's straight up and stuff like that but women are emotional so it's like you don't have to really get you a female that's not on committed (laughs) like that's just wilding out here and I feel like if you a person that's on trying to you know do the right thing you wouldn't really take play or take part in those type of actions, you know, because either way it go, I don't think that people can get into a situation and it's just a smooth, like, okay, you know what it is. I'm not going to commit to you. We just going to have fun and have sex. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's impossible. The woman eventually is going to want more. Do you agree or do you disagree? <laughs> Can you hear me? Uh oh, did we get disconnected? All right, guys. Well, I am going to cut in here and let me try to find Brother Knowledge. Okay, can you hear me? All right, we back. We lost you. Yeah, my earbud, <laughs> my AirPods, uh, they have died. I had to put them on the charger. So, um,. I don't know. Did you catch what I said? I caught a little bit of it, but when the AirPod had died, I picked it up. I was like, oh, man, let me plug this up. I'm trying to hear him get back. <laughs> so I was saying that I was looking at something on social media. This guy was saying, like, he was, um, you know, on the road of getting all his stuff together. And then I guess that's when he would look for his wife. But in the meantime, he was having different women. And he was letting them know, like, this is what I want. I don't want a commitment. And I just felt like women are emotional creatures. He would, like, I guess once he got into those situations, he would get mad because they would be like, oh, I want a commitment. And he felt like, I already explained to you that I'm not going to commit to you. So do you think, like, what do you think about that? Like, women are emotional creatures, so they're going, I don't care what they tell you. They're going I, to... We're both, we're, men and women are both emotional. Men just fight it harder than women. But I, I'm be honest with you, uh, that brother, you know, <laughs> it, he he looking for a wife, yes, but you looking for her in the wrong way. You ain't gonna be able to find a wife if you out here sleeping with every woman. You ain't right. gonna find one because now all these women gonna come out the woodwork. Well, you know, when you when you get with this woman, they be like, oh well, so you was playing us the whole time. They gonna try to t- they gonna let this sister know, like, now nah, he a dog, right? You know? But I mean, I'm saying that for even myself, like because. When I was, uh, well, I'm still married. I'm going through a divorce now. But at the end of the day, I had to stop doing those things because, again, like as a as a minister, a minister to the gospel, I'm held double accountable. 
Right. So when when I got my certification, I was like, you know what? I got to cut all that stuff off. I can't be sleeping with uh, these women because I did do those things. I did operate that way. And, um, but I caught feelings before they even caught feelings. But I even let them know. I said, listen, I do not want to sleep with you. I do not want to go there with you because I know me. And I'm telling you, you going to fall for me. They're like, oh, you must be this, this, and this, this. I said, I ain't even telling you that. I'm not, I'm not going there with you. But again, when you put yourself in that position, Right. In the in the middle of the night, and I don't care if y'all just trying to chill, trying to watch a movie or whatever. But then you set the mood with some, you know, you set the mood like, okay, I'm just just making my mood good. You know, you come over, there's some candles lit, there's music playing, you got the the movie on, and you didn't cook for uh, her, and y'all come in, y'all eating, you got dessert, and I'm like, oh man, like you know, a woman is like, oh my gosh, and you a you a father too, you you taking care of your kids on your own, right. so. They they see all of those things and then they hear everything that you're saying is everything that you're doing. So now your actions are speaking just like you know, just like your words are. Right. And then they're like, oh well, this brother cool, you know. And if this woman, if she's not sure of herself, she don't love herself. If she don't, you know, she may be the one that just want to get it in. And I'm just telling for myself when I told that woman, you know, we end up doing it. Like I'm doing not the first night, not the second night. It was you know, it was, everything was cool. But she started falling for me. And I was falling for her too. Cause she was very fine. She was good looking. <laughs> you know, she was she was she had all the lips, hips, and dips. I mean, okay. she had it all. And then she, I mean, I'm just saying, just keeping a whole dollar. <laughs> and next thing you know, you know, we we chilling on the couch and she says she wants some dessert. I'm like, man, you just had some dessert. You want some more? She was like, mm, I don't want that type of dessert. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So we go in there and I told her right thing. I said, no, I don't know we want to do that right now. Cause, uh, you know, uh, I, I catch feelings easy. She's like, so, I, you know, it don't matter. So do I. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, I'm taking it as, cause I asked God, I was like, you know, God, you're going to have to reveal her to me. You're going to have to show her to me. She's going to have to come to me because, uh, I, 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 I'm tired of getting it wrong, right. but see, I spoke it out. And here I go, I'm talking Bible. So I spoke it out of my mouth into where the enemy could hear me. Right. Instead of speaking it in my holy language, your spiritual language, I spoke it out to where the enemy could hear me. And, you know, it says, he that finds the wife finds the good thing, not she that finds the husband. Right. You know, so I misinterpreted that and I ended up getting it in with this woman for a cool minute. And she caught feelings. I mean, we were talking to each other every day. I'd be at school. I didn't care what the teacher was saying. I'm listening in one ear. I got my uh, my Bluetooth in my ear, and I got the uh, other one out so I can hear what the teacher's saying so I can get the lesson. So I'm talking to her the whole time while I'm in school, in barber school. And the mm -hmm. teacher was like, you better get off of that phone. I'm like, all right, let me call you back. <laughs> but, you know, then we'll get right off the phone, get right back on. She's like, mm-mm, you tell her you a grown man. You can do whatever you want to do. So I'm like, oh, man, I'm about to get in trouble. <laughs> She's like, you better tell Man, she said, she said, you better tell her or you ain't getting out of this. And I'm like, a woman tell me that. I'm like, okay, I'm listening. <laughs> Don't take that from me. Oh but I mean, all that in a nutshell, just to answer your question, yes, that, that is wrong. And, um, you know, because we pray, sometimes we pray on each other. Right. You know, uh, when somebody's going through something, a woman can pray on a man just like a man can pray on a woman. That's right.
you don't want to include all of that when you walk in with God or you walking in a new way and you walk in uh, what you call a change way. Because when you include those things, especially when it's not coming to alignment with what God has, you, you'll fall for anything. Yes. So you got to speak it out of your mouth. Like what you want, you got to be specific with God. I tell them when you be specific with God, write it down, make it plain, and then pray to God in your holy language instead of your English language. Mm. And tongues. Yes. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. Well, I think we broke down a lot of stuff. And I know you got a lot more too, so I'm ready. I told you, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm ready. I ain't got to write down nothing. I'm, I'm ready. You ask the you questions, I'm going to come with it. Yeah, you be coming with it, boy. (laughs) But I am going to bring this to a close. It is a long episode. We're going to have to do a part two. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Um, Go ahead and shout out your page and your YouTube so people can catch you. Okay. Um, My YouTube is Knowledge The Raven 2468, and that's Knowledge. D A R A V E N two four six eight, and you got to put it all together. Do not space it out, or you will not find me. Um, my uh, Instagram is the same thing. My Twitter is the same thing. But um, what is it? Uh, there's another other platforms that I'm on. My my uh, Snapchat is the same thing. Twitter is the same thing. All of them. Okay. <laughs> so if you want to reach me, just look up Knowledge the Raven two four six eight. Uh, uh, even on um, Facebook, it's not on there, but uh, you can find me by typing in Lamelle, spelled L-A-M-E-L-L-E, White Dawkins, White Dash Dawkins, D-O-C-K-I-N-S, and you can find me, hit me up on um, uh, Facebook Messenger, whatever it is, and uh, we can chop it up. You know, if you got questions, you want some answers, I got them. You know, yes. and if I don't have them, I'll uh, look into the Word and give you what the word of God says, because I'm a yeah. spiritual man. I, I don't, I can't give you what the world tell you. I got to okay. give you what the word of God says. Yes, Lord. That's why I had <laughs> to get you on here, because you, you know, you have a, I can sense a good heart, you know, and you are following God, and that's something that we need Whew. in this time right now. We need that. So thank you so much for doing You're welcome. this episode for me. I really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And, you know, thank God for this platform of yours. And I, I pray that it be a blessing for real, like uh, that it just keeps on touching the lives of uh, young brothers and young sisters. And that we just turn away from those ways that we used to operate yes. and we begin to forgive one another uh, as the father forgives us. And uh, just just, uh, you know, each one teach one, each yes. one reach one. Yes. That's the only way we're going to be able to connect and just to meet people where they're at and not judge them because yes. we're not anybody's judge, but allow them to, you know, tell their story or, you know, whatever it is they need to do, be who they are and, and just love on them anyway, because through your love and just, you know, transparency, that's where we're going to begin to help one another and heal one another. Yes, Lord. Mm. Well, y'all got a piece of missing knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I am going to reconnect with you for part two. All right. All right. Bye. Thank you. All right. Talk to you later. Well, you guys, this is the end of this episode. As you guys heard, we're going to have to do a part two because I 
I'm just in love with this topic. <laughs> and hopefully you guys are in love with it too. I just want to wish you guys a very beautiful night. And just know to keep God in the center of everything you do in your life. I love you all. Please send me an email at overcome.grow at gmail.com. If you have any questions or topics you would like to talk about. And also, you can um, find me on Instagram, Lena's on a Mission, and my Facebook, Lena Beautifully Humbled Hall. I love you guys so much. Until next time, love, peace, and joy, and happiness, and all the beautiful things. <laughs> Bye, you guys. Bye.